0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. Your body is unique. So why would you settle for a weight loss plan that's one size fits all? Noom is the weight management program that takes into account your biology to build a custom plan just for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com and check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
2: Hello. Welcome to Good One, a podcast about jokes. I'm your host, Vulture Senior Editor, Jesse David Fox. Usually, each episode, a comedian comes on to play a clip of one of their jokes, and then discusses how they wrote it and how it fits into what they're trying to do with their comedy. But this week, we have something different. Earlier this month, John Mulaney and Nick Krill, you know John and Nick—comedians, Big Mouth, Sack Lunch Bunch, other credits— They reach out to me and say they're producing a new podcast, Oh Hello, The Pitcast, and wondered if I would have its stars, Gil Faison and George St. Geeglin, on Good One to talk about it. I was a big fan of Gil and George on The Kroll Show, on Broadway, on its corresponding Netflix special, so I said, sure, not thinking what I was getting myself into. For those that don't know, Gil and George are two 70-year-old jerks slash roommates slash Al Nalda fans living on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, best known for their fish-themed prank show, Too Much Tuna. In their Broadway show, Gil describes the duo as, you know when you get to the bottom of a tub of hummus and you can't fit your carrot in there so you gotta use your fingies to scoop it out? Bam, that's us, baby. Gil and George have taken the podcasting world by storm with their 20 or so minute deep dives into the life and death of Princess Diana. With their season just wrapping up, I spoke to the duo about their pit cast and how they're handling the quarantine. I say I spoke, but mostly, I listened. I should note, we used a site called Squadcast to record our conversation and my feed dropped out a couple times. But first, we have a clip from Oh Hello, the podcast to give you a little taste. In this clip, Gil and George are talking to This American Life host, Ira Glass, about their podcast idea. So, here is George a Giglin and Gil Faisan, charmed, I'm sure.
3: Wait, you guys are going to make a podcast?
4: Uh, the three of us are going to make it.
3: The three of us are going to do it. Because we'd like
4: to catch you
5: in, and, and you're welcome.
3: What's the podcast? Like, what's the idea?
5: Where were you the day that Princess Diana died?
3: Oh, I have, I have no idea.
5: Yeah.
4: On August 31st, 1997, I was rollerblading up Sixth Avenue in very tight, light, form-fitting jeans. I had just beefed a job interview at a new tech company down in the Flatiron District. I remember rollerblading, my knees buckling, my legs trembling. I was terrible at it. I missed the four-pronged-wheel roller skates of my youth with the big fat rubber stopper. These are just small details, but I remember them. Gil. What? Do you remember where you were on August 31st,
5: 1997? Yeah, I, I was in the hospital. The hospital? What was wrong with you? Nothing was wrong with me. Is there anything else you remember? Yeah, they served milk in little plastic cups. A guy rollerblades down the street. Another guy eats a ham and cheese sandwich in the hospital.
4: Meanwhile, a guy named Elton is noodling at the piano and says out loud, "I hope I don't have to write any songs soon. I got zero.
5: Why are these stories all tied together?
4: Well, because it's a Princess die stuff.
5: Right. That's
4: right. Oh, for the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it formal.
5: Why are all these stories tied together? Why are it was we all mentioned? Diana's? Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're doing it. Okay. No, because I, 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 let me try one more time. Absolutely. Why are all these f- different stories? Are you
4: asking me? It's all Diana stuff.
5: Right. Let's start the show. I totally, like,
3: appreciate you turning to me to to do a podcast, but do you have something new to say about Diana? I mean, like, like what's the story you're going to tell? You know, like, the, the kinds of podcasts that, that we do American Life, like, like they narratives, they're stories
5: with the plot. And, hey, George. And bold yeah. And Today's show is sponsored by Subway Sandwiches. Do you love to eat big puffy bread with meat that's sweaty? Go to Subway sandwiches. Sandwiches done right. Now that's not that look line. This is not an official sponsorship. Nope. Just trying to get a little love for Subway sandwiches. Story to it. Like, what's the
3: story?
4: Everything about Princess Diana.
3: Don't you think that story's been told?
5: Not like we're gonna do it, baby. Not in the podcast. I don't think.
3: If you're trying to interest me in a series about Diana, I think that might that be. Hey, do you know something? I've got a call I've got to make. So, um,
5: who's you with? Who's you with?
3: The well, one of my coworkers here, Sarah, Sarah Koenig.
5: Oh, oh we like her more than you. Just add us
3: to the call, Ira. Wait, you? Do th- you think you think if you were to pitch this to Sarah, you'd do better than you would with me?
4: Oh, interesting. So you're saying that a woman wouldn't know anything about broadcasting.
5: Interesting. That's we can really,
4: that. we could definitely tell someone that Because we could that.
5: go to the VillageVoice.com
4: and sell that story right now. We could sell that in a New York Minute. And the, this is a threat.
3: Um,
5: Don't be an ageist. With two men coming to you. I'm
3: telling you, like this is not going to work. All right, right, I'm gonna. All right, hold on for a second. Give me a second. I'm going to get her on the line. Okay, so, Sarah, I want you to meet Gil and George.
4: Oh, uh, hello.
0: Hi. Hi.
4: I'm George St. Giglin and this is Gil Faisan, and sure, you just sure. met us. Thank you. We do the Oh Hello Show.
0: You know, I, I watched it on Netflix. You saw it on Netflix? On
5: Netflix. Thank you. That means the world to us. Obviously, you know, we've made a per- personal connection. You're a fan of the Netflix, you know, and...
0: Well, I watched it. I watched it. Uh-huh.
5: Thank you.
3: So, so Sarah, I don't think it's going to take long. These guys want to pitch you an idea.
4: Oh. Look, uh, unlike Ira, you've really mastered the podcast space.
5: Oh, well. Here, here's the thing, Sarah. You know, we've got a big story we want to tell, but we want to tell it in a really intimate way.
4: But also in an explosive
5: way. So are you sitting down
4: literally?
0: Um, I am literally sitting down. Yes, I am.
5: What's the biggest uh, event of the last twenty five years?
0: Um, I mean, in America, I would say probably 9-11 and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, I was
3: going to say the invention of the internet and uh, oh, and all that. the social media and there's the way that. it's changed all discourse.
1: Uh huh. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. Let me
4: that. rephrase. What do you think was the biggest event of like the late nineties? The
0: late nineties. Um. When did the
3: Berlin Wall come down?
4: 89. 89, idiot. Okay. I think, let's just rethink the pitch.
0: Where were you the day Day, that Princess
4: Princess Diana Diana died?
0: Oh, that's funny, actually. I remember where I was. I was in my bed. Wow. Is your idea about, the royals?
5: So you're intrigued.
4: There's 90s nostalgia going on right now. What's the one topic that no one's done an awesome podcast about, especially Gil and George? The answer... The death of Diana Princess.
0: I, I, just, Ira had said there was like a pitch, and so I'm just wondering, what the. Yeah, that was that was the whole pitch.
3: I'm
5: shocked at how much we got to walk you through this stuff, guys.
0: Uh, were you asking for uh, Ira's help? Were you asking him to do it with you or me? To we're him? not we asking. It, we
5: we, we we're, are we're giving you, you a first
3: no, look. No, I, I, all I'm
0: saying is that the stories that I do and that Ira tends to do, you know, they're very narrative, <laughs> so very distinct.
5: Let us say it. I don't care. Today's show is sponsored by Quiznos. Remember Quiznos? Grilled sandwiches, sort of, toasted.
4: I don't know. Was it paninis or prasadas?
5: Unclear, but if you're in the Cincinnati airport in 2008, go to Quiznos. Sandwiches, done right.
2: I'm here with the people behind the podcast you just heard, Gil Faison and George Eagland.
5: Jesse, how are you?
2: (laughs) I'm fine. How are you guys doing?
5: We're really good. Oh, great. Uh, I got to say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go. I was going to say, things are crazy right (laughs) now, right? (laughs) Yeah, um, i I feel like this is from filed under News of the Weird. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is
4: crazy. It
5: feels, you know, George and I were saying this and I don't know if anybody said this but it feels like a movie. It's like all movies. It's like all that what's that movie? What's that movie? Cinderella story Cinderella with Cinderella story. story. That's and right. And Chad we, Michael Murray. And yeah, Hilary
2: Swank. Hilary Duff. So how are you guys doing? What has your
5: experience been like during the pandemic? I mean, it's been good to, for, at least for us, to slow things down a little bit. I think it feels
4: like the writ Race, you know, uh-huh. you can't slow the writ Race, so someone called time out, you know?
5: Yeah. And, and you know, and it's crazy, because writ Race-
2: are you, are you quarantining on the Upper West Side? How is it up there?
4: Uh, yeah, th- we didn't exactly spring for a new home during the quarantine. Um, <laughs> I wish I had one of those idiot buttons you could press, you know, Howard Stern style. Just something like a toilet flush or something when someone asks a D minus question like that. Where do you live? I live at home, but- uh,
5: uh, But it's true, we, we 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 were hoping to get up to surrogates or something in the Hamptons or, Or you just know. pull over somewhere on 28, up yeah, near get, Phoenicia. You know, ch- try to get up to them in the Phoenician diner, or anywhere upstate. And uh, most of our connections kind of fell through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we decided- Well, they died years ago. Yeah, many of them died. And uh, and and so we decided to stay in our apartment on 75th in Amsterdam. And, um, and yeah, we, we, so we decided to stay, you know, we we're in two different rooms. We, we we're in a double, we're, we, we we're self-isolated, we're two different rooms. I'm quarantined in one room and George St. England's quarantined in another room. We were concerned, you know, because Gil is at risk. Hmm. Yeah.
4: On Twitter, that's his handle, at risk, mm-hmm. because he's part of these uh, board games where you plan war.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm a
4: stratego man myself.
5: Yeah, it's true. And because uh, I and I because I always say, you know, George has the ego, but what he lacks is the strategy. <laughs> uh, you know, and then someone and then hopefully someone will write the rest of it. But it's always the start of a funny bit. And so, but I'm at risk. And it turns out George diagnosed me. He stuck his fingers way up my schnoz, and it turns out with ten two, seconds each nostril. It turns out that I got double COVID. I got He's double got COVID.
4: COVID. Oh no. COVID-38,
5: double yeah. COVID. I got double, it's close to double high, uh, but it's double COVID. And so it turns out it cancels itself out. Oh, well,
4: that's good. We're, we're taking precautions though. You know, we're, we're, we're covering our head and face in pantyhose like you're supposed to. Uh huh. Um, and we've been doing that for a while, honestly, because uh, yeah. it, it's a disguise of sorts. And we do it now. We wear leather gloves when we go to the store, driving gloves, fingertips exposed, obviously, uh, or a ski mask with the mouth exposed. Um, And we're taking it seriously. You know, it's that all in type challenge, you know?
5: Well, and it's uh, for us, you know, as guys who, you know, we're we're liberal guys, obviously, but also don't tread on us. You know, don't tell me that you can, uh, how I'm supposed to behave to make me wear a mask when, you know, I'm I'm trying to breathe on you or I'm coughing, or I'm sneezing on the street. You know, that's my right. That's my right as a New Yorker. And that's my right as someone with double COVID. And yeah. because of our real estate connections
4: in the East Williamsburg area, yes, we're going to ultra-Orthodox funerals. Yes, we're glad-handing, we're, we're schmoozing. It's, you know, if you want to rent an apartment in Greenpoint you gotta be in with this group, this Toyota minivan group. Yeah, these
5: bruised Toyota minivans. And also, you know, anytime that I see a mezuzah, I'm gonna kiss it with my bare fingers and then put it to my mouth. It's the ritual of it, Jesse. Uh, I understand. Jesse, have you watched Unorthodox on Netflix? I haven't yet. It's it's,
4: it's in- the first show to be about that, Jesse.
5: And every time they go to kiss their fingers to that mezuzah, uh, I think COVID, 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 COVID. Anyway. But
4: once this is all over, it's fine to touch a door and then lick your hand. You mentioned
2: Unorthodox. Are there other things you guys are binge-watching? Uh we're binge-watching.
5: Oh, binge-watching
4: is, uh, what is it? Netflix and chill, more like Netflix and COVID. I mean, you can use that, I guess. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty awesome.
5: And Jesse, we have to, we 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 have T-shirts of that that we had an idea for. If you want to get those made and give us, mm-hmm. you know, the profits or something. Oh, you know what? Actually, say that the, that that it's for charity, and then just send us the check. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we're doing a lot of Netflix and COVID. We're binge watching uh, Fox News. We're binge watching Fox News. The Five
4: old episodes of the Five.
5: Yeah, and then we're we're also watching Channel Five. Uh oh. I think we just lured Jesse. Who, uh, George, you got Squid Goals? You got Squid Goals? I got Squid
4: Goals, yeah. I'm looking to make the ultimate squad. Uh-huh. We're talking about Squid Goals, Jesse.
5: Yeah, welcome okay. back, Jesse. Welcome back to the cast, to the pod. You know, we're doing, we're using Squid Cast, and so I asked if George has Squid Goals. Mm-hmm.
4: Ultimate Squad, Paul Stanley Kiss, David Robinson of the Spurs. <laughs> Me,
5: George Geegland. That's it. Gil, no guilt charms, you would be sure?
4: No squad goals. They're aspirational.
5: Okay. What about Bernie Not Get- like your pneumonia? What about uh, what about Bernie Getz? Uh,
4: I've lately been trying to shake Bernie.
5: Yeah, me too, man.
4: Who before this um started I saw in real life on Fourteenth Street with a big <laughs> bunch of paper towels.
5: Um- and <laughs> Well also, did you guys see the New York Post article about Bernie Goetz ignoring COVID, ignoring the, uh, not wearing the mask? In in uh, This Is For Real, you can't make this up. I mean, we would, and we make up things all the time, Jesse. About Bernie Goetz
4: and The Guardian Angels, we have a completely <laughs> slanderous book about.
5: But in This Is Real, this was an article about Bernie Goetz that he was in Union Square wearing no mask, Feeding his best friends, you got it, the squirrels. The
4: squirrels.
5: (laughs) So um, have you been binge watching anything? Oh, yeah, we've been binge watching Fix News. We've been binge watching uh, uh, reruns of Friends. And uh, now we know it is WPIX. I don't think it's still called that. I think it's I think
4: it's HBO Max now.
5: HBO Max, which we don't get. (laughs) Uh, Did you watch Tiger King? Did you watch
4: The Last Dance? Oh my God. Oh, Tiger King. If, listen, Tiger King, here's how good, if you've never seen a documentary before, <laughs> Tiger King is, it's amazing. They have footage of stuff.
5: It's awesome. And you know, cause uh, our show, oh, hello, the podcast, available on Uh we, we got Netflix to sponsor, I mean, not really, but we we we've been doing sponsorships, hoping that some of those companies would pay up. Ah, uh, but Tiger King was one of our first sponsors, you know, and it was awesome because if you want to see why America is the way it is,
4: um, if if you if you're still scratching your head, standing on the corner uh, with your belly hanging out, thinking what about why did Trump win? Take a look at these twelve idiots in this movie. Most of them criminals.
5: Yeah, no, but we we. Um, we did. We watched Tiger King, and we ordered one of those tigers to have in the apartment. Both as a cuddler and as a lure, because yeah. the guy that
4: wears a do rag and a baseball cap, he he would use baby tigers to lure women in Vegas because he was having a tough time there. Apparently,
5: we went to the same cult school as Bhagavan, as as that guy, as the guy. What's his name? Anybody remember? Has it already disappeared from our collective conscious at this point?
4: Yeah. You mean the guy who had a a hat and longer white hair? (laughs) Yeah,
5: exactly. We watched Tiger Kingless dance. We watched, you know, because we were big Knicks guys back in the 90s when Jordan and the Bulls were the big squad, you know. We
4: were in charge. We actually, uh, we worked for Pat Riley as, as his slick back team. Yeah, we were. He would dunk his head in the sink, and we would go easy, easy, and we'd make sure that those beautiful yeah. Hermes ties didn't get any gel on them. We'd comb I was, it back. That's right.
5: I was I was known officially for Pitt Riley as his pomade wrangler, and and George was entire and was in charge of making the knot on his tie as small as possible. I was also
4: hired by Nick's PR to make Jim Starks more unlikable.
5: Uh, but yeah, that, that was, those were the good days. Those were the good days for basketball, you know?
4: The Last Dance, though, is fundamentally flawed by not covering arguably the greatest player of that time, David Robinson of the Spurs. Squid Gulls. Squid Gulls.
2: With, with, with the theaters closing, are there any Broadway shows you're sad you've missed? So no
5: follow-ups on anything we've said so far. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's all made perfect sense.
5: Yeah, I got. I mean, I, no, there are a bunch of shows who are happy that are gone. Mm-hmm. Personally Likewise. speaking, uh, you know, Hamilton. No, thank you. I think that show is making fun of me. Hamilton. I just yeah.
4: During it, I thought these guys they they make they're trying to make me feel bad. They're teasing me.
5: Well, when you see talent and a new take, it's like. What's wrong with the way things used to be, you know?
4: When, and when a character would come off badly, I felt like they're, they're, they're actually taking a dig at me.
5: Yeah. Well, honestly, it's funny because, you know, in that in Prince George or King, King George is in Hamilton, right?
4: And right? that is when I, that's when I stormed the stage.
5: Yeah. We never story the first act. We only story the second act. You well, know, we this- saw
4: the curtain call in the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS message
5: at the end. We never, sure.
4: we saw the curtain call, maybe.
5: And Jesse, I'm going to do your job for you. And you guys, we had Lin-Manuel on the podcast. Yes. How did you get him? What was he like? By booking him. By hmm. by calling him on the phone, by getting his unlisted number, by pretending to be a representative of Bispy. Claiming that we needed a new delivery and we needed a home phone number,
4: we said General Electric fridges were being recalled. Was there a convenient window to come pick up the fridge?
5: And we got that home address, and then we traced that, and we got a phone number, and then we called it the phone number, and Lynn Manuel picked up. And he his number was pinged off four different satellites, like the movie Sneakers. Yeah, it's true. And we got on the phone, like Poitiers before him, speaking of sneakers, uh, we, of course, we had been, you know, we wanted to do a spinoff of uh, Portnoy's complaint called Poitier's complaint. Poitier's complaint and it's just, you want to
4: explain it, Georgie? Well, it would be Poitiers in different situations, uh, you know, complaining to customer service. Yeah. We I, didn't know if it was a novel or a hit TV show or a hit movie. We couldn't you, you know it it. it. it
5: would be stuff like this, yo, you didn't starch my collar, brother. You know, stuff like that, you know. Martin, indignant. we
4: are in sneakers,
5: yeah, Martin. Indignant, indignant, indignant he would be. So we got Lin-Manuel, we got him on the cast, you know, cause we were, he was on Broadway with Hamilton when we were on Broadway, you know, with, uh, oh, hello and Broadway. On um, Broadway. 138 performances recouped recouped. And, uh, but I don't remember. Hey, George, do you remember if Lin-Manuel won a Webby? I'm trying to think if he won a Webby this week for best branded content. Like we did with Aquafina, the star, the star person, Aquafina, George and Gilchimes, we're sure, sure won a Webby or whatever, you know, I, I don't know if you were going to get to that, Jess. Mm-hmm. But we did win a Webby for branded content for an online only commercial we did it's for Cadillac. Cadillac. So. And we agreed to do it
4: when we ca- after we countered and we they countered, we were satiated, our egos were satiated and we agreed to do it for the money and it won a webby. And it's hard, you know, it's sort of hard to let go of your darlings, they say. And that was such a fun project. It was about an eight hour shoot. And I remember when we countered, it was one of my favorite moments.
5: Yeah, I what a day. I remember when we counted and they rejected it and they offered us and we took exactly what their first offer was.
4: And I remember when they called and said, if you counter again, it will go down. And I remember scrambling
5: clutching at the phone as if the phone was the ore for itself. And
4: and all of the rage and ego draining out of our bodies and this, this desperation, like people crawling through a desert for wardrobe. And we said, forget our counters and we're so sorry. And we took the offer and we got the money and we won the Webby. And I, I loved working with Aquafina, and I, but I especially loved when I asked someone to get a different lunch than the lunch they had.
5: Yeah, I remember that. That was such a great day to have people doing what we asked sort of. And and then to immediately have invested all of our money in Carnival Cruise Lines mm-hmm. was such At now looking back, Possibly a mistake. We'll see. We'll see. I invested
4: a great deal also in a little uh, naked interactive play called Sleep No More. And when COVID hit, I thought sleep's going to take sleep's going to get hurt. And it did. It's been closed. And you can't run around the nude, the old hospital or hotel, whatever that is with the nude people.
5: Some Um, might say it was some might say it was even closed before COVID.
4: Some might say, but when I called my accountant, uh, Lou Groovy, and I said, do you still have a CPA license? He said, no. I said, can you make an investment for me? He said, technically, yes. I said, I want to put, I want to sock my money away and sleep no more.
5: Yeah, we put it all into sleep no more and Carnival Chris Lines.
4: And kissing booths.
5: And kissing booths and then a sneezing contest, which Mm -hmm. is a traveling sneezing contest that...
4: (laughs) Right is, after every year right after the Coney Island hot Dog eating contest, there's a sneezing contest. And how people, many sneezes can you catch in your mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Jesse, do you sneeze multiple times or do you sneeze are you a one off? I'm multiple times. How many? You what three? do you get up to normally? Uh, three. Three? three.
2: Three. Three. Good please. luck. Yeah. That's
5: good luck. Oh good. What do you uh, get? What about you guys? I sneeze I was I don't have short sneezes. I have one 30, 40 minute sneeze, basically.
4: I hold in my sneezes till my eyeballs bug out bloody like Michael Jordan's.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I go, <laughs> Squash. And that's me falling off a cliff like a looney tunes. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so you mentioned being on Broadway and your podcast, and so you go from Broadway, you have this huge Netflix special, and then a podcast. What, what was the thinking? And the Webby, and the Webby,
4: and a Webby this week for branded content <laughs> with Aquafina, for which we were paid our counter.
5: Which we were not paid. It we were paid. Their, we were, we not were paid, paid the their record.
4: original. Excuse me. We were paid their original minus expenses for having to email us.
5: Uh, so sorry. What was the question? Why? A, why a podcast? Why the podcast? Well, you know, George and I began this podcast about a year and a half ago, and uh, we thought uh, uh, yes, <clears throat> yeah. There wasn't. You, we thought you know there hasn't been anything about. Princess Diana, the life and death. Or the Uh, people's reaction to Princess Diana. Right, and so we thought- Or England in general. And nothing, not very much about England or the royals themselves. You know, we thought this was an area that had yet to be explored. And we thought, I I also just the thought of doing a podcast, you know, we want that p you know what I mean? You got, you got good one. You know what it's, you know what we're talking about. Had you listened to many podcasts before you started working on your own?
4: Oh, sure. 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 We listen
5: to the podcast This American Life on the Radio. Uh, you know, we listen on W N Y C. We listen to Imus is Imus. On imus the radio. is a podcast. Imus in the morning, although he's passed. And rest in rest in Imus. Rest imus peace. Rest in hat. And, uh, you know, and, uh, of course, Jerogan. you know, we originally, we had been, we had, when we, when we got that Pide from the Webby Award branded content, uh, winner, we had been told Jerogan called us and said, Hey, do you want to invest in the podcast? You know, you guys are the guys, you're the guys. We want I want to give you a taste. Jesse's gone. And we've, we've lured Jesse again. Squid cast. Squid cast, squid goes. Oh.
2: And I'm back with Gil Faisan and George C. Eaglen.
5: All right. Laser Beams back in back in charge, baby. Jesse, where are
4: you?
2: I'm in Brooklyn, but apparently my internet is not happy with me. Have you uh, dropped
5: out during any other podcasts?
2: No. This is the first time. That's why. I think
5: the I think it's the star wattage of this one. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so Joe Rogan, yeah,
5: you're so, talking. So we got the original offer from we got the original offer from Cadillac, and uh, we took that. They didn't accept that counter, and then we took that money, and we got the offer to invest in Joe Rogan's podcast, which just sold to Spotify for well over a hundred million dollars. And I don't regret it. I don't regret it.
4: We'd like to say the Spotify. Uh, and of course, LimeWire, Napster, any of you listening, Lime Wire. we are willing now to finally sell the crown jewel of the Oh Hello Empire, which is the Oh Hello, the podcast Life and Times of Princess Die, a.k.a. Die Town Exploring the Life and Murder of Princess Diana podcast. For
5: $175 million. We will accept no counters for $175 million. The Oh Hello podcast is available for a license agreement, not for sale. We reserve the right to own it indefinitely after that point. Uh, but we did, yes, no. So we, we're we looking at, you know, right now we're not doing the podcast. Uh, there is no sponsor. We're doing it uh, uh we couldn't get any sponsors. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, it seems like your your guys are working with Nick Nick Kroll and John Lane again, and they wanted to do it for charity. What did you think about that decision?
5: These fucking, co- these fucking co- cowards. Sorry, yeah. These cowards. These real. These human trash. These cowards. You know, we've been we've been carrying these two for years. You know. This is and- why
4: we left the Manson family, because it was all, let's share, let's give each other the garbage to eat. And I said, what I got, what I jimmied out of the dumpster is mine, comprende? And I remember Charlie saying, this guy makes me nervous. And I said, you know, fine, Gil and I are going. And Gil was in a little peasant
5: dress and he had long braids. I was I was barefoot tromping through Laurel Canyon. ha. <laughs> huh. Hungry, hungry for blood, Walk, hungry for blood. Walking downhill on Laurel. And George, George grabbed me, you know, he was in this awful little VW and he grabbed me, he said, we're out, we're not in the family anymore. And I had a lust for blood. The amount of, the amount of PCP and acid that I had in my empty body at that point, I had a thirst for blood, but George got me out, you know, and he got, he got me out just in time. Just like we got out of, uh, you know, this, the the grasp, the cold iron grip of Jim Mullaney and the Crow before they could sink their, you know, controlling little teeth into us.
4: I came to them with a, I came to them with a folder. I made a brochure on Monsanto. And I said, this is one of the major corporations. And I think they get nothing but bad press. We could do ads for Monsanto. Uh, I believe they make uh, uh, pesticides and other ways to make flowers smell fruity. And we we know, why don't we call them? And they, you know, that makes us uncomfortable. And I threw it, I shook up a can of Sprite and I threw it at their heads.
5: Yeah. I go, you know what makes me uncomfortable? The rock size gallstone that I'm currently passing through my urethra. But you don't hear me you know, calling that out, except for right now. And mm-hmm. then I I passed it and I threw it in, in Nick Croll and Jim Milani's face. Had you been keeping up to date with all the recent
2: work, be it Big no. Mouth or Sack Bunch Lunch? Sack Bunch, no. bunch sack Lunch? Bunch
4: lunch.
5: <laughs> sack bunch. Oh, yeah, Lunch mm-hmm. Heads. No, I didn't see that. I didn't see. I I saw Sack lunch Bunch I liked that a lot. I, I Big Mouth is dirty. I, I, I heard about it, my dory I mean, Dory Dory's son said he's watching. it. said, this is dirty.
4: Big Mouth is a wonderful show, though, and it has taught a lot of younger people, teenagers. You know, they they laugh at the uh, the honesty with which sexuality and sensuality is discussed. And I think it's an important show, and that's why, and I've been asked to stop, but I drive around with a Sony television. Uh, I drive past schools not now, obviously. Thank you, COVID. But, Kevin. Uh, you know, I, I I blast programs that I think are important.
5: So it's that, it's old episodes of Ricky Lake with reformed strippers. It's that kind of stuff George will play on a, on a boombox. You know, I
4: feel like Ricky Lake really has been forgotten because she wasn't involved in a murder like Jenny Jones, but she made her
5: mark. She left an imprint. It's uh, sort of like Princess Diana, you know? Mm. Uh, and uh, you know, what's interesting, we're doing a podcast about royalty Princess Diana and, and the royals, but we, we're producing it with podcast royalty, mm-hmm. uh, Lena Mitzitzis, who just won a Pulitzer Prize uh, because she did a story on the border wall for This American Life. Well, I, so well that means- that's one way of
4: looking at what the, the Pulitzer is for, but you know, when, Lena started working with us. She did not have a Pulitzer Prize. She uh-uh. did oh hello podcast um Life and Death of Princess Diana. ooh, die town die town uh now she has one. They actually don't tell you what it's for at the Pulitzer Awards
5: show. Uh, I think it was for the bo- a story about the no, no, but the war. that's
4: the thing that's how they that's that's how they spin it. She did, oh, hello, did not have a Pulitzer. She did, oh, hello, she got a Pulitzer. And that to me is heartwarming.
5: It was really beautiful that, you know, so she's been literally splitting her time between winning a Pulitzer with This American Life and doing a podcast with George and Gill, Charmed, we are
2: sure. You've also been working with Ira Glass and Sarah Koenig. How have Ugh. they been as collaborators?
4: Uh, <sighs> much like uh, how the French would refer to collaborators.
5: yeah, Which is uh, traders. traders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazi sympathizers. Not, yes. Is the word was what we have heard. The founders heard. of ISIS.
4: <laughs> they, no, they are. They are. They didn't support our podcast and said we'd rather mm-hmm. be left out of it. We put them on it and they did not lend any support.
5: They have, yeah, they barely, they tried to give us advice about what to do and how to do a podcast. And, you know, they, they, uh, it's, that's the thing is, you know, we've had Ira Glass, Eric Koenig, we've had Gene Oliver, uh, we've had Lin-Manuel Miranda, we've had Pete Davidson. We had Farucia. We've had Faroukha, the psychic. Well, the reader of photos. Medium. Yeah, medium. The reader of photos, she's a medium. Um, and uh, in the season finale, we're not going to ruin, but, you know, we've had all of these guests on the podcast, you know, and... Uh, Honestly, it was such a favor for us to have them in the podcast and they didn't see it. You know, anyway, it's, you know, people, I always say, you know, my back, you know, I'm, I have had three different vertebrae that have been fused. But the reason my back hurts is from carrying these fucking schmucks on the podcast for the last, you know, seven eps, you know. so You
2: both, you guys are both artists, skill- Gil, you're an actor. George, you're you're a writer. How is the creative process different when creating a podcast?
4: Well, with a podcast, it's um, you get headphones and you get larger microphones than if you're picturing a Babarka microphone, you have to picture a larger microphone. Um, You normally bring a guest in and you kind of pre-apologize for the podcast and then you record the podcast and at the end, you all take your headphones off and you all scratch your ears because they're a little sweaty and a little itchy. And and, and then you go, that was great. And they go, was that good? That was great. Yeah, that was really that was good. Fun.
5: That was good. No, that I was think funny. we got it.
4: We had a lot of great that was stuff great. in there. That was and
5: fun. then we
4: have to go in and splice magic out of their dirt pile. It's so true. So it's different than writing a book, which is typing.
5: And, you know, we threw it. Uh, this was, it turns out, Uh, You know, I think with Trill Blazers and as far as launching a podcast during the quarantine, uh, we were the first, I think the first to do it. We were. Yeah, Um, we were. And there have been a lot of cup cats, -cats. Uh, You know, you see all these other podcasts out in the mix right now of uh, the the guys from The Scrubs and the girls from The Diorfis and the guys from Community. It's like, how pathetic do you have to be to be to try to capitalize on the success of a former show to have it podcast cast on that. Yeah, it's you like- had a
4: show once, congratulations. Move yeah. on with your life. What are you providing us? It's just sounds like a name chit chat.
5: Yeah, you're just doing the same characters that you're already done and now you join a podcast for and it? And at least
4: we respect the 18 minute mark. I don't think we have a, a show longer than 21. Yeah, I was going to ask, why are the episodes so short? Well, they're long if you think about what the show is, you know, because it's it, it's a mystery, mm-hmm. and we're we're sticking by facts, and we fact check, we fact check yeah. everything, we fact check everything, and so we're not going to air a bunch of noise. No. So and yeah, and also we have limited content, we, we,
5: we, we you know because we 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 are going to do a, a follow-up podcast called "Bringing the Noise, Bringing the Funk." And that's about, I don't know what that's going to, we came up with the title first. Maybe it'll be about slide the family stone or something cool like that. He existed Um, for a
4: long time as a free bass addict. Yes, he did. He was very, I mean, he toured, wrote songs, did press, and he was a free bass addict, which is admirable in a way.
5: And Ginch Clinton as well, and And sly, also sort of very long murder cycle. If you want to go Google sly the family stone motorcycle, motorcycle, you're gonna see a very long murder cycle. But back to the podcast, you know, it's it's been awesome, you know, very freeing, um, because we want to do long form journalism, and nobody's buying. You know, George has been submitting to the New Yorker. And I've been submitting to Parade and, you know, so to get something published these days, it's hard to do. Jesse, you know this, know. it's hard to do long form journalism.
4: Yeah. podcast is the, the future of long form journalism. Jesse, how long do you think a podcast should be? <laughs> Blanket statement.
2: Um, on average, an hour, even though mine tend to be longer, but on average. So I'm on a, high, a little bit higher. You guys a little bit shorter. Uh-huh. So, what, you know what,
4: lo- What's the longest podcast you listen to? Um, I've listened
2: to you made it weird episodes that I'm sure were three hours or whatever long. Oh, that's wonderful.
4: Sure. So, that's the wonderful. whole season of Oh Hello is seven 20 minute whoppers. And I'm talking Burger King sandwiches. This is a
5: BK broiler kind of situation. Yeah,
4: just seven perfect BK broilers and the eighth comes out on Friday. And this podcast comes out the 26th. <laughs> yeah.
5: but And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, George, one of those episodes is about seven to eight minutes long. If I'm
4: not- That, you are correct. There is an episode which is not even a midweek teaser. It is the episode for that week. And it is about eight minutes of us, you know, going through the news, asking her questions, Talking about news stories from 2000, I uh, uh, believe it was 18.
5: So we, but th- so we recorded most of this in 2018. George and I had a massive falling out of a girl. Blah 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 Think blah. We make up. We make up. We we go to China. We eat bat soup. We come back. We do a kissing contest all over the country. Uh, go to it- Italy, we go to Iran, we do a kissing contest all over the country and dub- we do a kissing contest, bat soup, uh, d- double bill, <laughs> we do a bat soup, uh, double bill kissing contest. And then, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere, this thing pops up and, uh, here we are now, you know, in and, and we think, Hey, you know what? You know, it could be, you know, it could be all right. Maybe we should take another look at this Princess Diana. And so, you know, we got I, out the tapes. We got out the tapes. We faxed Lena a Xerox copy that we then printed out on the th- shiniest paper, uh, the slipperiest, shiniest paper. And we sent that uh we sent that uh, via Snow Mail to Lena, and she was interested. And one of the reasons the podcast is so short is because the Dell computer that we're recording on uh, has a hard drive that is the size of a room, and uh, it can hold about 30 megabytes. And
4: that's the room where it happened.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very funny. That, yeah.
4: That's very funny. Thank you. You know, um, thank you. Thank you. You know, during quarantine, Shakespeare wrote King of the Hill, and we're aware of that. And so each day we we do morning pages, which is a list of our nightmares.
2: How do you guys maintain such a healthy collaboration all these years in?
5: It cocaine. Cocaine helps. Cocaine helps a lot. You know, we do, we, we do a couple lines in the morning, and uh, then we crash hard. And then we do yesterday's Corithi. And then we get tired again and we do today's Chorklet.
4: And then one of us and is then, a god like, Philip Roth like, uh, imposing caxman of a man. And the other is a, 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 a little curly terrier roll over on his back, pat his belly. Absolute beta, the absolute second.
5: A power beta, as I like to say though, is a power beta um in that he is absolutely comfortable talking in the third person about being the low man on the totem pole
4: speaking of i don't in the, in in a chinese food restaurant low man is not the low man on the totem pole
5: no for us it's it's the high man on the totem the pole the highest
4: point on the totem pole traditionally is meant for the top food and low man is that to us
5: yeah that is absolutely true you know Jesse, you know what I s I'm so mad at that's gone beyond Princess Diana, mm-hmm. which you can listen to the print the 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 Prince we Diana Die no
3: the Network.
5: The I miss Chicken Chimmaine, which is a nineteen fifties Chinese food. And uh, if you see a restaurant that has chicken chimane on it, uh, you're in a restaurant that established its menu before nineteen sixty five. And you're gonna want to eat at that restaurant. With the sweetest texture in the world. Uh, plum. Plum, Doug.
4: Do you know why I <laughs> have is like Chinese chicken salad? What? Why is that? Because you? it's got a little crunch to it.
2: So the season finale, by the time people will be listening to this, has aired. What do you hope the audience thinks about Diana as a result of the story that you're able to tell?
4: That they Who? finally know the entire story. Who? The... The blonde Princess Diana.
5: Oh, okay. Okay, sorry, sorry. I'm all cut up. Go ahead, Georgie.
4: We hope people walk away going, I thought I knew what happened to Diana, but I heard, oh, hello, and now- Who are I you? Sorry, George, who are you
5: talking about?
4: People who, people, I want the average person to go, I've been looking at her murder for 25 years and I haven't cracked it. And these guys might have.
5: Yeah. I think it's, you know, she was this larger than life figure. But in many
4: ways was an ordinary person.
5: Yeah, and so. lived an ordinary life.
4: Yeah. Well, that's uh, not
5: true. Well, and with extraordinary circumstances, we gotta put that in some way that's good
4: or was she or was she a, just an interesting person who lived a big life? I don't know
5: and that's and that's what we hope to explore on the- uh it's done shoot that would have been good to talk about with somebody wouldn't it to say oh
4: yeah, that could be a um season two thing S-
5: season two
4: welcome to season two of, oh, hello, uh, Piquet life, death, Princess Diana K. Daitan.
5: Mm-hmm. Season two. Season
4: two, this season what we- What did
5: we forget? What did, why we, did forget? we forget? A...
4: We forgot to mention that her children are William and
5: Harry, for instance. Yeah, but no, I think we, you know, I think we, I think what we, we hope that people, you know, look at her life and look at her death and, you know, ask some questions about what happened, but also, Uh, We just want people to have a little bit of fun, you know? Yeah. What do you hope they uh, learn
2: about
4: friendship? Ooh. Late in the game, but you stump us.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You know, nothing, you know, I will say this, you know, in this quarantine, you get shacked up with somebody, you know, and hopefully it's going to be your best friend. And, uh... And, uh, and, and, and I think, you know, George and I have had our ups and downs and he's the king and I'm a little terrier. And I want, sometimes I just need somebody to rub my belly. And, uh, and he does that. And it's the kindest thing. He's the kind people don't know this about George. He's the kindest man in the world. He's a really good guy. He's a really kind man,
4: you know, before they were the Beatles, they were
5: four friends who met as babies. And then they and then they they were the Beatles babies, they, which is a cartoon that we're trying to pitch right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, we're trying to do it at adult swim where you can do real jacked up, fucked up stuff. But they're like you know, this isn't funny or whatever. And it's not yeah.
5: meant to be funny, it's nice. It's meant to be nice. it's upsetting, it's sort of upsetting. But it was, no, it's true. When you think about the, the Beatles, they were four friends and then they kicked one of them out and they brought Ringo the schnoz in. And
4: they brought in a ringer named Ringo and he could bang them drums loud too. Well, see, with the problem with the first drummer was he was not good at drumming, which if ever, you know, we need no revisionist history about this. That's just an absolutely good move to replace that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the Beatles took drugs and grew mustaches.
5: Yeah. And I loved it. And I said this in the, in the cast, I said this in the podcast, but I personally love the Beatles. I think that's awesome.
4: Gil loves them. He's got uh, all the albums. He's got Sgt. Pepper's.
5: Yeah. I got The Greatest Hits. I got Sgt. Pepper's. I got sausage and peppers cooking in the kitchen right now. He's
4: got Diet Dr. Peppers on the radiator getting warm enough.
5: Georgie likes a flit soda. Georgie likes a warm, warm flit, flit soda. soda.
4: Diet right, lemon and strawberry.
5: Yeah, and you know, and I'm, I'm trying to pass this golf ball size gallstone, and I go, Georgie, I need a doctor, and he knows the only doctor I need is a Diet Dr. Pepe. So you mentioned The Beatles Babies. Do you have any other projects in the works
4: now yeah. that you wrap the podcast? Do you know Dunstan checks in? Well, that movie's...
5: It's about a monkey. That's
4: about yeah, a monkey. We're writing a movie called Loose Monkey. And what it is, is it's no, there's no spin. There is no sugarcoating what would happen. It is a gavel to gavel. Real exploration of what would happen if a monkey was loose in a residential area. We pull no punches. Because monkeys will rip off people's hands and feet and their balls and throw them a hundred feet. That happened once to a zookeeper who brought a monkey a uh, birthday cake. Google, after you Google Sly in the Family Stone motorcycle, Google monkey ripped off hands and feet and balls when guy brought birthday cake.
5: And we tried to sign. this is when we were a scout for the New York Mets. We tried to sign that monkey. I you know, said, that it, means- look at that southpaw he can throw. <laughs> And, and what's he done with that Google monkey throwing shit at grandma? Have you seen this footage? Have you seen this footage? I have not seen this footage. Tell me about it. Ugh, this monkey throws his doo-doo poo-poos because he's so mad. And, it, and the camera you pans up and there's this grandma and she's got a big monkey poo doo-doo right on her nose. And so she lives with the monkey. No, this is in a zoo, my friend. Uh. This is in a zoo. This is a, in a zoo. A grandma is watching. A grandma is just watching this monkey throw one of his famous fits. And this monkey throws his doo-da-poo-poo right at it, and the camera pans. And you see the grandma and she's just got it right on his schnoz. And there's no movie that will ever be better than this. But we're going to try to make it. We're going to try mm-hmm. to do that with Dunstan Checks In too. Lose monkey with the podcast
2: ending. Um, you said you set out to win quarantine. Do you feel like you did what you set out to do?
4: Oh, it's not about that, it's
5: not about winning, you know, because we
4: already won the webby for the best branded content for a Cadillac ad we did with Aquafina.
5: Aquafina, this is a major motion picture star.
4: It wasn't for some, it wasn't for you know, popcorn or one of these ads for caramel corn, you see, or one of these ads for chocolate-covered popcorn.
5: It's is for a classic American car who did not become a sponsor for the podcast. And
4: who has not reached out to us since the Webby and who did not love our behavior on set. But what's important is that we countered. We stood up for ourselves. They did not meet that counter.
5: And we accepted their first story. <laughs> So did we, we win so did quarantine? That, did we win quarantine? No, we're hemorrhaging money and health. No. Uh, you know who won who won quarantine is Governor Cuomo's nipples. They won the quarantine. And Matilda Cuomo won the quarantine. Back in the news. Back in the news. Now, and there's nobody called Matilda Swinton, but we're we're angling to have someone called that. Uh... Mentioning Cuomo, how do you think de Blasio's doing? De (sighs) Blasio? Well, look, we're Y guys. You know, de Blasio's catching a lot of heat, but he's a Y guy. You know, he goes to the Y every day. And and so we, so we get him, you know, we see Bill at the Y. And And he doesn't, he doesn't have nice workout clothes. He has kind of
4: a long t-shirt that he wouldn't wear in life. And shorts, oh. and you go. I like that. Y- this isn't even an, a, a process you take pride in. No,
5: he's he's wearing shorts from Madels. <laughs> he's wearing gotta the Madels go brand. Gotta go he's to Madels. He's gotta go to guys. The Blasio goes to
4: Madels. The Blasio goes to Madels. Gotta go to Madels. The Blasio. I mean, listen. The guys
5: in a city that never sleeps. We- the mayor gets up at noon. The guy's a winner. The guys, the guy's a proven winner. To to be one of the least liked mayors of New York and to immediately run for president. Even Koch did not run for president, and Koch
4: would have been our first openly annoying president, because he was open about what an annoying ostrich he was.
5: Jesse, do you understand how much longer this podcast is than? Every single one of our podcasts is... It's as long as the season. It literally is. It literally is. It
2: actually is.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sound means it's time for our final segment. It's the laughing round. It's like a lightning round. Because it's comedy, it's a uh, laughing round.
5: Sure. Sure, of funny.
2: course, yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks.
4: Do you guys have favorite jokes? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We're trying to come up with one now, actually. We want to do this meme of it's... So, here's the idea. First photo, it says, my plans. Second photo says, 2020. And I think the fun would be if the first photo is something nice, mm-hmm. or something cool, you know, and the second yeah. photo sucks. And it should be like, so it should be like a very nice car. And then the second picture is like 2020 He's like some dog. So that's one joke. That's I mean, joke. I'm, I think like, I don't know.
5: I, you know, here's my joke is, you know, if you ask him what a, a joke, then I, I would say this administration, you know, um, not, not the president. I think actually Trump's doing a pretty good job keeping things in, in, in charge. I mean, this um, the administrator at the Y that we go to, um, that's this administration, meaning the Y. The administrator of the Y yeah. has been terrible. Okay,
4: <laughs> so the locker room's not a steam room, so you can't just sit there naked all day. Fine. You don't have to yell and involve other people.
5: Yeah. Oh, it's closed. We're not supposed to be swimming in the pool because the whole gym is closed.
4: Let, Bye, Jesse. Gone Jessie. during the laughing.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, Jesse, you came you been, and you did it back and you kid.
5: left us.
4: Oh, Jesse,
5: you left the pit case and we miss you. And
4: now I'm changing this song to Jim Andy.
5: Uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim, Jim Andy, you're Jesse in pit case language now.
4: De, 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 de. He ain't I'm afraid of no ghost We got Jesse He's David Fox back right. on the ones and twos now. What are you saying about JDF, the
5: administration? JDF, the Jewish Defense Fund, back on the podca- Back in the podcast. <laughs> what are you saying about the administration? They're- this administ- The why, the, the, the administrator at the why, this administration is the joke. We're talking, of course, about the YMCA administrator that says, we're not, oh, sorry. We're, oh, oh, excuse me. We're not allowed to be at the YMCA right now because it's closed. So we're not allowed to hang out in the locker room fully nude.
4: Okay. And when so, Herr de Blasio and the Gestapo of very New funny. York State very decides to let the Yankees play again, we'll get to see YMCA half heartedly acted out by the guys raking the field. Doing it with one hand, with a look that seems to say, "I want to die."
5: I want to die. I'm so hot. I'm so hot, I'm and so I'm warm. so
4: humiliated. The day they told us we had to do this, I was humiliated. Oh,
2: you mentioned uh, you mentioned Yankee games. Where do you think it'll be the first place you'll visit once the
5: quarantine is over? Let's say Film Forum. Mm-hmm. You want to go to Film Forum down in uh, in Soho. Uh, let's see. Now, where do we want to go? I mean, you know, I'd say fairway.
4: You
5: now we go fairway to
4: to buy coffee beans out of a sack, to buy pickles from a jar, and to take little squares of minchengo cheese left out. Open food. That's what I miss is open food.
5: Yeah, you know we uh, Jesse. You know we've been to- you know we you know Jesse Start again. Jesse you know Just back Jesse. Again. <clears throat> Back it up. Beep 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 and I'm ready to roll. <coughs> you know, Jesse, you know, they they said that you know, polio the the that you know, Jesse Jesse, I'm having a small stroke. <laughs> George, are you are you toasting up some bread in there?
4: No. And I didn't put a penny in your mouth.
5: Okay. Jesse, you know, they said they discovered the cure for penicillin by growing uh. cheese and did I say all that right? Yep.
4: You nailed it. The words are correct and in, set in the right context and order. So we threw it
5: this COVID, we gotta we can come up with the we can come up with the the cure. So George is housing Minchego right now. And
4: we are cooking up halloumi cheese constantly.
5: The squeakiest cheese. It's
4: squeaky. It's like eating styrofoam, which I did recently after I got a package from First Dibs.
5: Yeah, we thought it was popcorn. It turned out to be none other than styrofoam. And
2: and last question, by the ounce, how much is too
5: much tuna?
4: Uh, the loss Fuck. of respect we have now for you. <laughs> to Let's walk him through it. That was yeah. work we did a long time ago. That was three years ago, and we might do it again. <laughs> so you don't go up to the Beatles and go, hey, I loved when you guys were four friends and babies. I mean,
5: we did, we did go up to the Beatles. We, did, we have done that. Uh, yeah, we I went up dimers- to Paul and Ringo. We went up to Paul. We went, to, we went up to Paul, and we said, you guys want to do Beatles, Babies? You know the cartoon where you guys just sing
4: hits? Gill had his babies. hand on... Paul's forearm and I could see Gil's knuckles turning white because he was squeezing his arm so hard.
5: To see Paul McCartney, a man I deeply respect on stage and think, boy, that is someone's very fit lesbian aunt. It was an honor. It's an honor to to make fun of a true great and a decent man by all accounts.
4: And one of these days, we will know where the Beatles got their clothing in their later years. Where are their shirts made? Where are Ringo's uh, bedazzled Raiders hats made?
5: I think also we could become very famous musicians from the 60s, 70s, and 80s if we start wearing kind of that tunic-looking clothing, like the Peter Gabriel line.
4: Just a long Nehru jacket with maybe large gold buttons, like a buccaneer, like a swashbuckler. So I think that answers your question, how much tuna is too much tuna? Yeah, I think that answers it.
2: That's all the questions I have. Thank you so much for your One time. One last
4: thing. Mm-hmm. Bernie Gets lives on 14th between 5th and 6th. <laughs> Bernard Getz. Bernie Getz He lives at the Shout Courtney House on 14th Getz. Street. He still lives there. Take the kids. Go see Bernie.
5: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank JDF. JDF, thank you so much. And thank you for your defense of the Jewish people with the Jewish the, defense. The
4: JDF, often backing the wrong people. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Jez.
2: You can stream or download Oh Hello, the Pitcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Gill and George on Twitter at Oh Hello Show. Follow John Mulaney on Twitter at Mulaney and on Instagram at John Mulaney. Follow Nick Kroll at Nick Kroll on both. Good One is produced by myself, Jelani Carter, Art Chung, and Camila Salazar. Gautam Srikashin did our theme song. Write our view and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Five stars? Please. Email any comments, questions, or laughing round suggestions to goodonepodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at goodonepodcast. I'm Jesse David Fox, and you can follow me at Jesse David Fox. Good One is a production of Vulture in the Vox Media Podcast Network. We'll be back next week with Hannah Gatsby. Have a good one.
5: can you cut at me laughing like this please (laughs)
1: uh, okay sorry why do you run why does anyone I always thought that runners loved running and that's not the case most runners hate running (laughs) but they choose to do it